0: Hey, you guys, your boy Eli here, and I'm happy to announce that we will be part of Comic Palooza's podcast partnership program. And we will be there live in front of all of you guys, everyone who's been attending Comic Palooza on May 26th and 28th. We will be doing a uh, live podcast episode in front of everyone and hope to see you all there. Uh, we will be doing some cool stuff there, and I hope to see you guys there. Hopefully, a meetup with those. Anyways, guys, hope to see you guys there. Anyways, peace. And welcome back to another episode of Giz of guys. It's me, your boy Eli. It's me, Joe. And we're here to talk about the season finale of uh, Mandalorian, season three. And yeah, that was. That was interesting.
1: Yeah, it was. <laughs> Not in a bad way. <laughs> no, I. I think it's, it's been kind of interesting seeing uh, not the discourse but more sort of like just how people have been sort of taking to this, this third season of Mandalorian, right? Yeah, no, I agree. It's like it part of it I feel like
0: is very overreact. you know people are kind of overreacting to it. Like it's like oh my god. That's, no, no, it. I
1: definitely agree because I, I feel like there's like i don't know it's kind of weird that some people kind of like are seeing this as like a bad season when i feel like for the most part this season overall was kind of all right mm. like it, it, it okay it's like it wasn't like like super bad but it's not like it was like the most amazing thing ever. It was solid all around. Like yeah,
0: it's not season one. I think it's about as par as season two, but it's not season one. Yeah, I think that would be uh, because mm-hmm. season one was kind of like, whoa, you, you, you this is different, <laughs> which I think the is 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 something that I feel like a lot of the Disney show, the Disney Plus shows involving Star Wars, have been kind of trying to do, where it's like. Star Wars but it's a little different
1: (laughs) I guess but uh, I think what made people really like that first season of Mandalorian is that yeah it is sort of not that connected to the greater Star Wars Mm -hmm. mythos right there's no Jedi's, there's no it's just a well technically there are but I, I get what you're saying yeah like that first season like doesn't really have that much into like I guess more like the skywalker stuff right yeah like it's not stuff you would typically see in star wars it's it's sort of a straight up western Mm -hmm. more or less with the bounty hunter and all that stuff a lot of references to like western movies Uh
0: westerns uh you know cinema basically and like even japanese uh film because like there was well i think it was episode three or four that was basically um uh
1: seven samurai yeah yeah it was
0: heavily heavily seven samurai with the with the villagers helping out in the attack and like that, that's what made it you know unique even in like season two where there was like uh the, the Ahsoka episode that was straight up samurai movie
1: yeah but I, I think some people uh, I think problems with like season two was like it was a bit too fan servicey right yeah I can, I can kind of agree with that well not
0: no not in like in a bad fan service way it's more of like it's just Okay, we're, we're 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 starting to connect stuff that I'm like, I do. We really need to connect all this stuff.
1: Yeah, it, it kind of went like Mando's sort of adventures were sort of just like, hey, let's have him meet a random Star Wars character that we know, kind of Yeah, Ahsoka, right? uh, Bo-Katan. Um, Bo-Katan uh, Boba like Fett. Fett. <laughs> later
0: like, on, you know, like, yeah, Luke Skywalker. Yeah, and so like it, it, the the charm of it, had, I think now, we're we're saying this is an overall thing, right? The, the kind of charm that Mandalorian had in the first season is kind of like starting to weigh off, where it was kind of like this cool lone wolf and cub kind of thing, you know, straight samurai-inspired kind of stuff. Kind of like how, you know, the original Star Wars was inspired by the Hidden Fortress, uh, the Akira Korsawa film. So it, it's, it, it kind of like comes in for a sucker, but it's kind of like, I guess ironically, it it, it became more Star Wars.
1: <laughs> Yeah, I guess, like, it became more, like, marketable, right? (laughs) Yeah. I think that's sort of what we're talking about, because, I mean, uh, just to get into sort of the big thing with season three is that, you know, Mando and Grogu are back together, um, which is something that happens in, I think, Boba Fett, like, The Book of Boba, right? So... It feels like, like I think that's for me. That's sort of like the one thing that like I am kind of like disappointed in. Like they don't keep that momentum from like the second season ending, where it's like he gives up Grogu to, to Luke Skywalker to let him train the Jedi and stuff. You know, like that's what he wants. That that's that's what he's supposed to be, right? Yeah. But then, like, granted, I haven't seen the Book of Boba because I didn't feel like watching it, especially because, um, you know, like. Just to like, I didn't want to watch another show just to get into this show. I really feel like that's not like, mm-hmm. like there shouldn't be like some uh, other show I have to watch to get into the third season of this show. It doesn't really, you no. Know,
0: and there's clearly like stuff that happens in Book of Boba that like really like derails for like this storyline and the storyline of like Grogu and. Grogu trying to be like, you know, I don't want to be part of the Jedi Order. Screw the Jedis. I'm going to go be uh, Mandalorian with my uh, space dad.
1: Well, I mean, he doesn't say it. He doesn't say it, but it's implied. Yeah, you know. Because he can't
0: give up that that attachment. Yeah. And so, like, that's kind of where if you haven't watched Book of Bell, you wouldn't know that. But if you have, you know. And it still feels kind of awkward that we get that story beat. In a thing that doesn't involve, you know, the, the Mandalorian. Sorry, like if yeah, it's connected, but it's like it still feels kind of weird. Even like this Book of Boba was not a terrible show. I think it was pretty all right. It just didn't have a real like direction. Mm. But like everyone was talking about, how, like oh yeah, the best episode is the one with Al Boba, and I'm like, it's kind of in,
1: kind of questionable on that. <laughs> that's that's kind of a bad sign if your best episode is the episode that doesn't have your main character in it right mm-hmm. and like
0: you know they explain you know the situation with Jin that he's kind of out- outed as like no longer part of the 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 group because he showed his face and like you know he has to do this this and that but before he does that he's gonna do another fetch quest <laughs> yeah um <laughs> Which is helping out Boba, mm-hmm. and it's kind of it's 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 really, I I think that's the thing about the season like it, it, it feels like kind of weirdly out of pace and it kind of that weirdly out of paceness kind of goes on with like the rest of the season, because it's like not to go too into much into spoiler but like, oftentimes whenever the you know Mando has to go and do like a mission I guess, it's gonna be derailed by something else and it's like oh no you can just do that, forget that plan A you can just do plan B. Or this happened to be plan B, I guess I would say.
1: Yeah, um, I guess it's sort of like a... Hey, um, let's just do plan B, which is way less complicated, right? hmm Kind of thing, yeah. Um, but yeah, I think... I do kind of agree that the pacing's kind of weird. Because um, it does, like... You know, like the main beat, at least in the first like, couple of episodes, is uh, Bubba, not, uh, Mando trying to get, you know, essentially be re, like, integrated into the group, right? He'd no longer be an apostate, you know, becoming a Mandalorian again by, you know, going to Mandalore, bathing in the waters, all that stuff. And, uh, after that, like, sort of the plot kind of just turns into, like, oh, let's just retake Mandalore then, because, hey, since, uh, yeah, man, was able to get there. The air's breathable. Mm-hmm. Maybe you know. Um, Maybe we can reclaim Mandalore. Yeah, like rebuild Mandalore, all that stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. And
0: essentially, that's essentially what this, this, the plot becomes. But it's also like, and this is what I'm saying. Like, it's not a bad season. Like, like story beats make sense. Like, where one leads to another makes sense. But it's also kind of like, it feels too quick. <laughs> I think, and also I think this is the shorter of the seasons.
1: No, I looked it up. They're
0: all the same episodes. All the same episodes? Okay. Yeah. I felt I felt this was shorter. I don't know. Well, I don't know what is it about, but this one felt a lot shorter.
1: Honestly, I can kind of understand what you mean by that. hmm Like, because I did look into it, I think, after I finished watching the season, it's like, all right, so how many seasons was each, uh, how many episodes was each season? And it's like, yeah. oh, they're all eight episodes each. Mm-hmm. That's kind of interesting. And I think it is, to your credit, uh, the pacing, you know, like I think the pacing is a little uh, off at times because there are like some random like side quests they kind of have to do. Like I think when uh, Mando and Bo-Gatan have to go uh, pretty much uh, have to go and uh, fix a city problem. Well, I mean, they had to fix some sort of cities, like, the city's problems with their droids in yeah. order to, like, talk to, because uh, they have hired out the uh, Mandalorian uh, fleet mm-hmm. that Bo-Katan was hi- rolling with before they were like, you don't have the Darksaber anymore, why should we follow you, right? Yeah. So, like, they essentially, like, that's, what, like, they get sidetracked for, like, that whole episode before, like, the last five minutes is just, like, you know, getting to meet them, selling the thing, blah, 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 done, right? Yeah.
0: We we had to have spent an awkward moment with uh, Jack Black and Lizzo. <laughs> I'm just like, what is going on? Like, it's, not, it's not even a terrible episode, really. It's just like really weird.
1: If anything, I'm just like kind of surprised out of every out of all those guest characters in that episode, I'm surprised no one talks about Christopher Lloyd's character in that.
0: <laughs> he has such an interesting story too. It's like, yeah, it's like, oh, you're a separatist. It's like, I mean, kind of.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I find it funny.
0: Yeah. I I like that Christopher Lowe is funny. He's in a Star Wars project and a Star Trek project. Yeah, you know. Jack Black is, you know, Jack Black is, he's cool, but it's like, Jack Black, what are you doing here? (laughs) What are you doing here? Well, I mean, I love you, but what are you doing here?
1: They're, they're very eccentric in their roles, which is fine because like the whole like city is very like, no one works because all the droids do all the work, so they get to like hang out and party and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So it's like okay, I guess that makes sense.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. For it makes sense. For, I'm just like thinking like, check like, what are you doing here, listen, what are you doing here? <laughs> it Just feels so out of place for me. Uh, not to say they're like they're that terrible. Uh, I think they did do a serviceable job. Uh, but it's just really weird for me to see. Like, like I don't. Like I said, I don't. I don't hate the episode. I I, I know a lot of people had issues with it. but I'm just like, that's eh, fine. Nah, not that not that terrible.
1: Yeah, it's kind of like if you see Ed Shearing in the Game of Thrones episode, mm-hmm. right? Where you're like, it's like Ed Sheeran. What are you doing here? What are you doing here? Yeah, like I can't think of any other like moment of a. Uh... In Star Wars, where like there's a famous actor or whatever who shows up for a bit, I think there was one for Boba Fett, but I just can't remember what it was.
0: Because like I don't, like, I didn't really care.
1: And it's funny too because you could argue maybe Rosario Dawson as a Ahsoka, but then again it's like well she's in the makeup, and she does very well of like playing the Ahsoka character to the point where it's like, it's yeah, like it feels is. like. They're not playing themselves right. I yeah. guess that's probably the, uh... Yeah, because the thing with S. was like he was just like, 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 pan to him singing. And I think that's sort of the the deal with, at least with Jack Black and, you know, and the other, uh... Lizzo. Lizzo. It was like, they feel more like just playing themselves, but in Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. I think that's sort of, I think, the, uh...
0: The, the, the the visa, yeah. yeah
1: like maybe the underlying issue here right? yeah it, it, you know at the end of the day it's like they're only there for like an episode and you're probably never gonna see them again so yeah who cares yeah because i remember because because
0: i remember uh i haven't watched the episode by the time like all the discords came out for that one i remember it was like wait so this supposed to be like mandalores mandalorians or something and it's because like because by that point i was like okay they're trying to get like the whole crew together it was like yeah, are they Mandalorians or something? Like, is this, like, one of the royal families that escaped or something? And I was like, oh, no, they're just, like, some rich pompous dudes. Yeah. <laughs> just trying to have fun. And I'm like, yeah, that's fine. I-, I thought it was going to be a lot weirder and a lot worse. Mm-hmm. I was like, are they- oh, my God, are they going to show up in that final fight or something? Like, oh, no, they got it. <laughs> No. I mean, don't get me wrong. I think Jack Black would have been an awesome uh, Mandalorian. I
1: don't know. Maybe.
0: Maybe he would use the power of music. Uh sure <laughs> I, I guess give him the pick of destiny buddy. the lightsaber of destiny there you go <laughs> no um but um but you in the you know going back to samanda the, the, the show itself there's some really interesting episodes too and and like i think it, it flows well together and there's a lot of like build up and a lot of stuff that like leads into the next that makes you know like i said plot beats make sense we get the return of that
1: one doctor the the scientist dude uh, yeah the guy behind uh, the whole cloning process yeah. thing yeah that whole like episode is definitely super interesting you get to see a little bit of a kind of like it's almost it's a bit of a parallel to what happened like during like after World War two where you had Nazi scientists mm-hmm. uh, but they would uh, essentially I think it was like project paperclip is what it was called yeah uh, where the u.s would recruit them to have them work on stuff because it's like hey they're too smart to uh not use them but at the same time they were nazi scientists and in this case it's more about yeah, like, war crimes <laughs> yeah but in this case it's like it's kind of more since it's star wars a bit more black and white it's like okay these guys are being rehabilitated to be good guys now mm-hmm. right and that's in in this doctor himself is like yeah I really it was more like you know, I didn't like use it, My devil workers being used, like my cloning technology was being used in like these bad ways. Yeah. So I want to hopefully like reform it maybe use it to help say, you know, with the, you know, help the new Republic out. Cause you know, his original thing was like, I wanted to do cloning stuff because my mom died. But if she had, you know, if we were able to like clone like a new heart for her, maybe she would have lived that stuff, which is neat. And it's also, guess, it also, it's kind of, it kind of goes
0: back to one of the things I, I that I really liked about, you know, um, and or it's like, hey, you know, just because it's the future or whatever, uh, different space and there's time, you know, space travel, doesn't mean you're not still affected by real world shit. <laughs> right? Because <laughs> his mom died of like heart conditions. And you think like, oh, this is, you know, a futuristic city. I don't think they would have like, I mean, you could say that about a lot of stuff. But like, it, it's 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 one of those like, it's it's like a real thing. Right? it's like you would hear like not to be like morbid or anything you would hear people like who would be cancer and yet it still hits back kind of stuff you know yeah it's one of those kind of situations it's like oh man that's right this is a this is still a real world with like real stuff happening to people that are just like regular people because <laughs> I because you know that makes the world more interesting and like yeah he he he's not I don't I never thought he was like a like an evil character like, to be honest when he first saw like he seemed like he just like was always a scared dude
1: yeah he was like uh because in i think earlier season he's more into like his own research yeah kind of thing and he's kind of more or less just reluctantly helping uh these empire remnants because mm-hmm. it's like yeah we'll kill you if you don't help us kind of thing it's yeah like, yeah yeah okay all right i guess i'll i guess you know i'll i'll commit a couple war crimes <laughs> to live yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. I'll, I'll do, I'll do the, I'll, I'll, I'll try Ooh. to take blood out of a, out of a forced baby. You know. Yeah, yeah, I'll do that. What's even fun? What's even more interesting is like, there's, there's a moment
0: where you're like, oh, he might have like found like a girlfriend.
1: <laughs> I really didn't see it like that. I'm gonna be
0: honest. You really? Uh, the, the cute? Despite the cute little date.
1: I don't know. It's just more like, I don't know. I guess. I didn't really see like, uh, like, like <laughs> relationship stuff. Stuff. I don't yeah. know. Maybe just. That just me sometimes, I guess, because I don't, like, think about that sort of stuff. hmm Like, I, I guess I don't have the shipper brain kind of thing. Okay, 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 Gotcha, 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 So, it was more like, yeah, you know, this uh, chick is uh, helping him out, uh, at least in terms of, like, getting him out of his shell kind of thing, and, mm-hmm. like, sort of telling him, hey, yeah, we can, you know, we can help uh, the New Republic out. Let's reform ourselves, all that shit, you know? hmm Obviously, there's a pretty cool pro- plot twist by the end of it, though.
0: Yeah, like, we're gonna go, not going to get that deep into it, but, like, essentially, you know, uh, I mean, the episode's been out, so we can of say that, but but overall, it's, like, um, it's an interesting sort of twist where it's, like, uh, just because, you know, things are changing doesn't mean people are all going to be accepting of that change.
1: As well as, like, uh, yeah, and uh, there's also, like, nefarious uh uh secret stuff going on you Mm -hmm. know like and we don't even know what happens to them at the end yeah like it's kind of implied something like bad happens to them but you don't really know how bad right yeah
0: it's interesting i i I don't know um but yeah no it's 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 a it's a very interesting way that we leave that storyline but like it, it ties back into essentially what would be the ending of the you know the season when tying it all together like who the big bad is and like why you know this happens which I mean it makes sense but I also feel like it's kind
1: of kind of rushed you know a little bit because the ending this like the end of the season definitely feels a little fin- like finite like yes like, yes
0: everything just everything ends in like a very like storybook ending way. (laughs) Like, you don't... Like, you're fine if, like, there's no season four.
1: Yeah, which is a... interesting, right? Yeah. Because, uh, we get to learn the big bad sort of, uh... Big nefarious plot. (laughs) Nefarious plan. And it's like, okay, that's interesting, I guess. And it also kind of, like, gives the implications of, like... I guess it's more like it sets up, like, a more a reasonable explanation as to the events of, say, I don't know, a specific movie, a specific trilogy of, of Star Wars <laughs> movies that came out a couple years ago that a lot of people were just like, what the fuck, you know? Very divisive. Yeah. You somehow know? came back. Yeah, like, a major character just somehow comes back and, and we kind of, like, get more or less set up of, like, the explanation of, like, oh, okay. To be fair, though, I feel like this whole series itself was kind of having that stuff in the background mm-hmm. of like potentially maybe like trying to retcon like decent ways of like making it so uh you know like okay we can maybe make this like make a little bit more sense in retrospect right mm-hmm. kind of like that thing in the bad batch like the first season where they, they uh, take that one uh Kaminoan, uh scientist who was a part of the cloning stuff oh yeah
0: that part where so essentially like it just ties into what eventually would happen later on
1: yeah like it seems like okay so we're we're writing it in that the empire had a lot of interest in the cloning technology but not in making more clone troopers but in using it in various other ways mm-hmm. uh potentially maybe using it as a backup or something maybe. Well, I mean, even then, like,
0: uh, um, it's one of the things that you know. Surprisingly, they tie up really nicely. Remember that uh, in what episode was it? It Was season two? It was when they do the sneak in with uh, Bill Burr's character.
1: Oh yeah, they they break into that facility, right? And they mention an event that
0: happens in one of the uh, Star Wars Battlefront games. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like it's it's one of those things where like, oh, so you you you, which makes sense, right? <laughs> because like, there's. There's no way it's like once you defeated the big bad, there wouldn't be, you know, you know, what do you call it? Um, Uh, 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 like a power vacuum, not just the power vacuum, but like plans to the, if should ever this happens. Yeah. Like a backup plan. Yeah. Yeah. Like there wouldn't be like, you know, set things that like, okay, if if anything happens to me, do X, Y, and Z kind of shit, which I mean like that makes sense. Palpatine was that kind of guy. (laughs) I can see it uh especially if like just because the war is over doesn't mean everything is tidied up well and is it, there's even hints of that in some of these episodes i mean
1: yeah this whole season itself is like yeah the new republic is around but it's you know it's kind of hard for it to like uh you mm-hmm. know make sure everything's running smoothly and you know they're having hard times trying to get rid of the whatever remnants are you know whatever empire remnants, they're still out there. You and know, there's who are... a lot. <laughs> yeah, you mm-hmm. know. And speaking of which, um, going
0: back to like how the new empire, um, is settling, we also got to talk about how like the Mandalorians are settling, because there's this remember there's the whole plot of the Dark Saber. Yeah. So essentially, like essentially, yeah. Okay. Uh, so who technically owns the Dark Saber? Um, don't worry about that. That's all. <laughs> that's all solved. That is solved real quickly and kind of forget not forgettably but it's like oh yeah that did happen
1: (laughs) yeah it's kind of put in the back burner like Mm -hmm. because obviously like uh mando has the dark saber but clearly bo katan needs the dark saber in order to reunite all the people of mandalore Mm -hmm. under one like ruler or whatever but it's like you can't just give someone the dark saber or give it up because if that's not how it works. That's me. not how their culture works. Yeah. You have to, you know, win it in a battle. And mm. obviously, even if bo uh, Bogoton challenges Amanda to a fight, he could easily just, you know, throw the fight to give her the Dark Star because he doesn't want it. Mm-hmm. But I'm pretty sure that would be like, nah, that's bullshit. He was throwing. Yeah. yeah you have to take this seriously.
0: Yeah. Because he's like, I'm not a leader. He's very much like,
1: yeah, I don't really
0: want to do any of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Which I don't know, I would' have liked to see him like at least attempt it, but like i I could totally understand why it's not him, you know, um, but no that that sort of becomes part of the main plot, but also we get to see more of the Mandalorians uh, the different sex, some of the you know different characters that you that you might recognize from different s- uh, series or like you know, hey, remember that one guy,
1: yeah, like, oh, like I... you remember that one group mm-hmm. yeah, I feel like uh. There's a lot more emphasis on those characters. Mm. Like I know there's one dude. I think his name is Prish. Yeah. Who was a uh, part of like the their uh, the Mando sect, who gets a lot of character development in this season, and it's just really cool to see him like go from this dude who really didn't like. He's very much like. He's the tank. <laughs> yeah, he's the tank. He's the. He's the guy with the big gun. Mm-hmm. You know, he's very much kind of like. Said in his ways, but like sort slowly, see him being like a bit more accepting of stuff, you know. Yeah, it's it's a really nice character development, and I really like what they did with him towards
0: uh, the end. And like, I actually kind of felt something, and I was like, "Oh man, that's that sucks." Especially like when there's the little subtle like character hints of like how he acts towards other people, and especially when he stands up for certain characters. It's like, yeah, no, that's that's deserving you that that. That makes sense for this character to do. Um, but, yeah, no. The, it's really more centered around the Mandalorians this season. Uh, not just as a person, but as, like, as a group. I, I would I love to see more, though. But if but this is what I'm saying about the pacing. It feels like we're kind of, like, rushing into a lot of stuff. Stuff that I feel like needed a time. A little more time to breathe. Especially with uh, Bo-Katan. Because, like, Bo-Katan is... Her, her whole character is centered around, like, her wandering trying to reclaim Mandalore. And part of it becomes this this idea that she kind of needs to, like... I don't want to say humbled, but what's... Um, be, essentially be more accepting of, like, other... Uh, of the other groups of people... Uh, groups of Mandalorian, like, their ideas. Mm-hmm. Especially, like, um, the stuff that she will eventually have to take over. Because it's not like she's not going to take the Saber. Because, let's face it, she will. And... I don't know. I I really liked her character in this one. I, but again, like I feel like there maybe a couple more times left to breathe, and then we sh- we should have been fine.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you think? No, I definitely uh, understand that point. I think uh, Bo katan uh, had a, definitely had an interesting character development because you know at the beginning she's very uh, kind of just like. Mm-hmm. Like, screw it. Like, it's like, I'm just hanging out on this planet by myself with, like, a droid. Just because I got nothing left, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm at my, my wit's end here. I got no Darksaber. saber, got no, man, you know, no fleet, no nothing. I can't really do what I wanted to do. So, you know, she has this whole little uh, character arc thing, which is interesting to see. Uh, and, yeah, the conclusion she comes is, like, we got to, like all come together as one, you know? Like, having seen, like, both sides of this sort of thing, it, it, like, divided we stand, united we, you know? Yeah. Divided we fall, you know? Like, united we stand, divided there's, we fall. There's
0: actually really a really cool scene where it, it that it encapsulates, encapsulates it very well because it's considering, like, it's, there, sh- there really shouldn't be I mean, there's a good reason for everyone to be here, but this is, like, a reason why no one wants to, like, agree. (laughs) Yeah. And yet, you know, they're able to put their differences aside and be like, no, we are this. We can come together. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, is is there anything else you want to talk about this season overall?
1: I, I don't know, um... Mm -hmm. I think, uh, you know, Mando and Grogu's uh, relationship is still pretty good, you know? Yeah, it, it, it's a, especially, like, Encapacitated on is a really like a
0: father-child kind of thing. Like, they really, like, come together. Yeah. And it's nice. It's not anything, like, annoying, I feel like, which I thought was going to be. Because, like, I was very much in the opinion, like, okay, his mission's done. Let Grogu go. Let's, 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 let's grow. But no, obviously that didn't happen. And so we have to get Grogu back and Mando back. And then it's nice to see those two relationships. not gonna lie. It works. But it's also one of those things where I'm like, uh,
1: it feels really weird. (laughs) Like we were saying earlier. Yeah. Like it feels a bit disappointing that, uh, Mm They didn't decide to keep that, uh, you know, that sort of ending of season two going, and obviously it feels kind of more of like a, a corporate thing of like, hey, we can't just get rid of, of Grogu, that baby Yoda character. He's mm. making us a lot of money right now. He is making a lot of money all this merchandise stuff. Man, he's too cute, you know. We got to keep him on the show. So you know, obviously it's sort of a, the right their way of like doing it. And it kind of, like, I won't lie, if that was part of this season him come them coming back together maybe I'd be more, be uh, be more accepting of it mm-hmm but because that's not the case it's kind of just a little weird but yeah no their dynamic is still pretty like wholesome and like fun to watch especially uh when uh mandos like starts to sort of like get more involved in like getting Grogu to like do more Manda- Mandalorian stuff, like mm-hmm. uh, initiation stuff or like kind of thing. Like he really takes to like that fatherly fatherly role, mm-hmm. you know, very well.
0: Yeah, it's like and you're right. It's it's a nice wholesome thing to see, and like it, I I, I would be a, I would be wrong to say like I didn't enjoy it. Mm-hmm. It's it was good, and I'm I'm glad they they brought him back and at least it wasn't done in a way where like you're right it felt like very like eh forced because it just could have easily been forced that's what we're kind of getting at It's that it's done in a way where it's like really like enjoyable and like really makes sense especially with considering these two's relationship because it could have easily just made us force right
1: mm-hmm.
0: not literally forced but you know like oh you know we can't get rid of him he's like you said we can't get rid of him he's the toy he's the product but like no only is he that he's also a character we're gonna like put these two characters together there's a relationship we're gonna stab- we've established it we're gonna expand on it we're gonna make it grow and we did, they did that and it did in a way where it's still compelling even though we were kind of like no they need to be separated <laughs> kind of stuff right that that, that journey's over <laughs> But, yeah, yeah we were wrong obviously
1: <laughs> well in terms of like yeah, I would say that like it's they managed to make it mm-hmm. less uh, weird i guess is what i would say to that mm-hmm. like like uh, it's like okay you know the decision to bring them back together like seems to be working out you yeah. know it'd be more cooler if you did it like if you kept up with that ending mm-hmm. right but you know hindsight's 2020 uh you know this decision has turned out to be a, a a a good one it's just that you know we could be living in an alternate reality where like you know what could have been right you know Mm -hmm. it's kind of like uh how some people would argue that wouldn't it be kind of cool if say uh Quicksilver Quicksilver in the MCU managed to live like you you, there's a lot of like interesting story beats you probably could have done with him if he was still alive for like any future events during that whole phase three, right? Mm-hmm. But you know, you also have a lot of stuff that's fun fine without him, you know. Mm-hmm. That sort of thing. That's sort of where I'm getting at. Where it's like, it, we would have had something very interesting, but what we have right now, while it's not as interesting, it's still I guess is satisfying. Yeah, you know,
0: it's it's one of those things where like. Yeah, we would have loved to see this, but... There's nothing wrong with what we've got. hmm Yeah. Um, I think that's about most of what I can say about this season. I think this season overall is is good. It's not... It's like, again, season one was kind of like... Whoa. Mm-hmm.
1: Like, I would argue... Um, obviously, like, season one of Mando is, like, peak, right? hmm And season two is good, but... You could argue that a lot of the things they add into that show into the season kind of like either like for some people it's like, Oh my God, this is great. Awesome. Even better. Or some people are just like, God damn it. I I just want to like get rid of it. I don't want this stuff mm-hmm. here. I thought we were going to be like cool and like be different and stuff. Not have all these references and like cameos and stuff or whatever. So the second, so the third season just feels like a sort of like, hey, okay. I mean, it's fine. <laughs> Like, I mean, if the show ends here, I guess I'm fine with where what we've gotten mm-hmm. kind of thing, you know? Like, sort of just, like, a uh, continuing of, like, hey, that was pretty good in first season. Second season, yeah, that was solid, and then third season, just, like, it's fine. It's fine. And, I, you know, for some people, that's not great, but for other people... Uh, you know, it's like, all right, that's that's a sol. You know, that's a solid way. If we're gonna end it here, that's a solid way of ending it.
0: Yeah, and you know, it's a satisfying way to end it. Uh-huh. I think that's what matters. I think that's 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 what matters. Uh, but yeah, no, I think I give it this. I would probably give it like a good like s- seven out of ten for the season.
1: Yeah, I. Uh... You know, I would agree to that. Yeah, know? it's it wasn't like spectacular,
0: but it was like a, it was it was good.
1: Like for me, probably season one was like a nine. Mm. Season two is like an eight point five, and then season three is a seven. Yeah, it's I, it wasn't bad, <laughs> but I think, but I think also think it's
0: probably because like coming after um, Andor, which was like so different than what we were used to with Star Wars, and so unique. It it, it kind of like you know. It, it kind of makes it feel weird, right?
1: <laughs> no, I, I definitely understand maybe that sort of perspective, like because mm-hmm. Andor is, like, really good. Yeah. So, to follow it up with uh, Mando Season 3 and being kind of, I wouldn't say lukewarm, but just kind of there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like, a solid season of The Mandalorian. That,
0: yeah, and don't get us wrong, they're two different kind of shows.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, like, they are two different kinds of shows. You can't really compare them. Yeah. It's like trying to compare Andor to uh, the Star Wars Rebels show. Mm-hmm. In terms of like, oh, they're both about, you know, the start of the rebellion and, you know, rising up. And it's like, well, one's a Saturday morning cartoon that's supposed to be kind of kiddish. Mm-hmm. And the other one's a more adult take on that subject. <laughs> like, is it a little weird that both exist in the same universe? Yeah, probably. You, I think you can
0: say that about a lot of stuff. Yeah, like yeah. <laughs> I mean, look at karmic comics, like like Marvel DC. They got some like really cool, fantastical, fun stuff, and there's also like, oh yeah, there's some weird like dark supernatural shit. Oh god. So like it, 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 I think it, I think it makes the world just as interesting. But yeah, it, it like again the two different shows that's like, I think what made Andor work and what made for season one of like Mandalorian so is like they were different enough but still feel part of the universe, right? While, like, I think Mandalorian became more part of the universe. I feel like it kind of being, like, less interesting. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I make any sense. But, and I, I feel like I'm not the only one who's thinking of that. But yeah, no, I think it's a good season. and not, not a bad season. But I think this is a good place to end it. Um, and if you enjoy what you heard, be sure to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. I think it's interior's where we'll be more active on Instagram. There's a link tree to the podcast that's where we're officially a part of. Our podcast, go podcast, spotify, pandora, all that you like. And link to the YouTube for all you guys listening out there and want to put a face to the voice. Be sure to follow us there. Like, comment, subscribe. And we do have a Patreon for our support move from way. And yeah, it's uh so season three of Metal It's pretty good. I mean, well, it was good, not pretty good, but you know, it's I think it's it well. And yeah, it's been me your boy like me Joe. You guys have a good one, peace.